bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otobiel. To God be the glory, great things He has done. Join us at the Arena of Christ Temple East as we bid farewell to 2023 and welcome our God year, 2024. Get ready to worship, praise, pray, and to experience the power of God through the ministry of Pastor Mensah Otabil. Receive the grace to recover all that which was lost. Recover lost time. Recover lost opportunities. Recover lost resources. You will recover all. Come along with your family. Gather your loved ones. And let's do this together. Don't miss Crossover with Pastor Mensah Otabil at 9 p.m. It's a celebration like no other. And now, today's word. You know, one of the uh, difficulties that sometimes I'm beginning to see a lot of people have is somehow they have shifted faith in God to faith in men. And it's a very dangerous trend in Christianity where Christ is removed and man is believed. But eternal life is not in your good works. We're going to do some good works. We're going to give to the children's cancer unit. But you don't find eternal life because you gave to poor orphans. You don't find eternal life because you paid your tithes. You don't find eternal life because you went to church. You don't find eternal life because you are a good person. You don't find eternal life because you pray a lot. You don't find eternal life because you fasted a lot. You don't find eternal life because you traveled to Jerusalem or read the Bible a lot. The scripture is clear. God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. That's where it is. So, third statement that the passage gives us. In consequence of the fact that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his son, the third statement, logic, he who has the son has life. When we have Christ, we have eternal life. To have eternal life, we must have Christ. Why? Because eternal life is in Christ. That is the logic of where we get eternal life from. The life of Christ. The abundant life is in Christ. Now let me use a very crude analogy. But it may help us to get it. Oranges and other citrus fruits have vitamin C. At least that's what we are told. That oranges and other citrus fruits like uh, tangerines and lemons and unfortunately lime (laughs) and grapefruit and such citrus fruits have vitamin C. I don't know how vitamin C looks like. How, How many of you have seen vitamin C? 
Have you seen vitamin C? Have you ever looked at something that said, hey, I'm vitamin C? No. We haven't seen vitamin C. But we believe vitamin C is an orange juice. Though we haven't seen vitamin C. So if I want vitamin C, I don't admire an orange. Although it has vitamin C, it will not give me vitamin C because I looked at the orange and said, Oh, how beautiful the orange is. I love oranges. I will get no vitamin C. I don't get vitamin C by putting an orange in my fridge. I don't get vitamin C by cutting an orange into four quarters. As my mother used to do. I don't get vitamin C by smelling the orange. I get vitamin C by taking in the orange. So you can say, God has given us vitamin C. And this vitamin C is in an orange. He that takes in an orange has vitamin C, although he has never seen vitamin C before. Does that make sense to you? So God has given us eternal life. Have I seen eternal life before? No. Do I know how eternal life looks like? No. Can I identify eternal life and say, ah, that's eternal life? No. But God has pumped his son with eternal life. And when I want eternal life, I don't ask eternal life to come to me. I only go and partake of the thing that contains eternal life. And his name is Jesus. He that has the son has life. Now there are people looking for eternal life. And they are looking for it by uh, Sometimes people even say, oh, I like Jesus. He's a good man. He's the greatest philosopher of all the world, of all time. Oh, gentle Jesus, meek and mine. Oh, I love Christmas. But that is just admiring the orange. If you want what he has, then you have to receive him into your life. And to receive him into your life is to believe that he is who he is. I take an orange by putting it into my mouth and squeezing the juice out of it. I take Jesus by putting him into my heart. By believing that he is who he says he is and declare it with my mouth. So the Bible says, with the heart man believes, with the mouth confession is made. If you believe that the Lord Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that God raised him from the dead, and you say it with your mouth, you have believed Christ has come to you, and eternal life has come with him. He that has the Son has life. That is the simple message of Christianity. It is not about good works, although good works are good. It is not about trying hard, although trying is good. It is not about giving money to church, although giving money to church is good. It begins by receiving Jesus Christ into our heart as Lord and Savior. And when he comes, he comes with what he carries. It is called abundant life. 
It is called eternal life. It is called everlasting life. It is called the good life. All right. Last question. How do we manifest this life? If this life is in us, how do we get it to show? How do we get people to see that we have it? If I've taken all the orange and all the vitamin C, what will be the proof? Second Corinthians chapter 4. This is how we have not have eternal life but manifest it. Because it's possible to have something and not manifest it. It's possible to receive something, but it doesn't show in your life. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 8 to 10. We are hard pressed on every side. How many of you feel hard pressed on every side? Especially 2020. (laughs) We are hard pressed on every side. Yet not crushed. Everybody say yet not crushed. All right. Then it says we are perplexed. How many of you have felt perplexed before? Oh, it happens to us. You won't raise up your hand as if you're holy people. Those of you out there on TV, you're watching me. Have you ever been perplexed? But not in despair. Everybody say but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Now, look at what the passage is saying. It's talking about difficulties. Hard problems. Perplexity. Being pressed down. Being persecuted. Being struck down. But in all of these, the person is bouncing back. Hard press, but not crushed. Perplexed, not to despair. Persecuted, not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Now this person who is going through this hard pressed, perplexed, persecuted, struck down, has something in the person that bounces back. So imagine a person who is being pushed. You push him, he falls, and he gets up. Or he's in a boxing match, and he gets all the dirty blows from Mike Tyson, George Foreman, and who is another hard hitter? Deontay, and they all give him huge blows. One here, the other there, and he falls, and he gets up. Then they hit him again, he falls and he gets up. Hit him again, he falls and he gets up. Hit him again, he falls and he gets up. After, after that, people are going to say, what is in that guy? Because there is something in him that helps the person to bounce back. And that is in verse 10. So, Let's read it again. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crossed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Why are we able to come back from all the hardship of life? Always carrying about in the body the death of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. What does that mean? That this is the apostle Paul who is speaking. And if anybody typified that, he's talking about his life. There was even a time they stoned him and he was supposed to be dead, but he came back. And he says, the reason is because I am conscious of the death of the Lord Jesus Christ. And because I am conscious of the death of the Lord Jesus Christ, the life of Christ manifests in me. What does that mean? It means that when we identify with the death of Christ, we manifest his life in our bodies. Why is that so? Because the victory of the believer is in the death of the Lord Jesus Christ. In his death, he overcame all principalities and powers. In his death, he destroyed every demonic entity. In his death, he buried all our sins. In his death, he buried all our weaknesses. In his death, he buried all our failure. So that we can manifest the life that he has given to us in our bodies. The strength of the believer, therefore, is in the death of the Lord Jesus Christ. And in his death, we are more than conquerors. In his death, we overcome. Because he died, you will not be destroyed. Because he died, you will bounce back. Because he died, nobody can push you and destroy you. Because he died, no demon from your family, no demon from hell, no power of Satan, no curse of man, no incantation, no, no divination shall destroy you. Not because you are a nice, wonderful Christian, or you have a nice, wonderful pastor, or because you have attended nice wonderful church you bounce back simply because Jesus Christ who carried the life of the father died for you and in his death he released his life for you so that his life will be manifested in you so that when you are at the point of death his life will be seen through you never underestimate the power of the crucifixion of Christ the power of the death of Christ because it is in there that we have our victory so the Bible says we manifest this eternal life when we identify with the death of the Lord Jesus Christ has Christ died for your sin then sin cannot destroy you did Christ die for your for the chastisement of your peace then nobody can disturb your peace of mind. Nothing can disturb your peace of mind. Did he die for your sickness and infirmity? Then sickness and infirmity has no power over you. Did he destroy principalities and powers? Then principalities and powers cannot have dominion over you. We manifest the life of Christ by acknowledging the death of Christ. So we can also say 2020, you had presidents on every side, yet we are not crushed. 2020, we were perplexed, but not in despair. 2020, we were persecuted, but not forsaken. In 2020, we were struck down. Somebody gave us a dirty blow, but we bounced back. Because Jesus Christ died and he died for all our infirmity and all our weaknesses so that this abundant life which is in him 
might be manifested in our lives. May the life of Christ be manifested in you today. And may his victory be manifested in you. May you walk in the power of the resurrected Christ. May abundant life flow out of you. In every circumstance of life, you have the dominion, you have the power, and you have the victory. Before I conclude, if you don't have the son, you don't have life. No Jesus, no life. Because this life is in him. And the way to receive him is very simple. And I'm going to lead you to receive him. So that eternal life will come into you. If you are here and you say, Pastor, I want Jesus to come into my heart. If you're listening to me, you say, Pastor, I want Jesus to come into my heart. Just lift up your hand. Just lift up your Just raise your hand. Whether you're watching me online, on TV. You say, I want Jesus to come into my heart. Just lift up your hand wherever you are. Just lift up your hand. And we're going to pray one prayer together. Everybody's going to pray this prayer to receive Jesus into our heart. And everybody put your hand on your heart, everybody. In the auditorium, outside, put your hand on your heart and say, Heavenly Father, I thank you that you have life. And I thank you that you gave Jesus to have life so he can share his life with us. Today, I acknowledge that Jesus is the son of God. He died for me and rose again for me. And today, I proclaim him as my Lord and my Savior. I receive Jesus into my heart. Lord Jesus, come into my life with all your life, with abundant life, and manifest your power through me. I thank you for new life, for salvation, for victory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you pray that prayer, you have received Christ into your heart and with him come the life that is more abundant. May you walk in the victory of Christ every day of your life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. To God be the glory, great things he has done. Join us at the Arena of Christ Temple East as we bid farewell to 2023 and welcome our God year, 2024. Get ready to worship, praise, pray, and to experience the power of God through the ministry of Pastor Mensah Otabil. Come along with your family, gather your loved ones, and let's do this together. Don't miss Crossover with Pastor Mensah Otabil at 9 p.m. It's a celebration like no other. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otabil, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otabil. Email otabil at centralgospel.com. 
or call plus two three 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 zero two six eight eight zero zero zero.